Previously, suddenly a loud clamor of crashing trash cans outside startles you. Stepping out from that movement is a small cat. And then he looks up at the three of you with kind of inquisitive eyes. My family's waiting for me back at the, the park. I got lost and I should probably get back there. You discover this cat is tagged as being a cat from Disneyland. There's not a particular person that's named for it or not. Let's just take this cat to the park so I can go back to my pre-talking cat existence. You make your way to the entrance to the now defunct People Mover ride, and there's an older cat that looks like it might even be Charlie's father. My, my son calls me Bravo. It's a cute, it's a cute nickname, but uh, I am the leader of this group, and you can call me Elias. Thank you for bringing my son back. I really appreciate it. Father, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I tried to find us more food, but all I found were these idiots. <laughs> it's okay. I I can see your heart was in the right place. They do seem like dreamers, but... Oh, how they dream. But yes, they... They, they, they also seem to have some tools for finding what they call ghosts. I don't I don't know if it may help us in, in our current issue. Oh, can... What? May I see? Sorry. Uh, I was just going to ask, what is your current issue? Oh, well, um... They can, to... they can talk. <laughs> that's the issue. That's um, been the issue. That's an I, ongoing I, issue. I don't think well, that's, that's an issue. That's more of issue. a you problem, friend. Yeah, I was going to say, Will, this is not really an issue as it is a perk. It sounds um, like... <laughs> smart question, Brenda. I think I think when Will says that they can talk and it's an issue, I think Elias goes, well, it sounds like interrupting is somebody else's issue. Um, so. I'm so sorry. That's me. It's 100% me. Oh, I actually wasn't speaking of you. I, but thank you for that as well. Um, well, how, it's a lot of info to dump right now, but I, I guess we could get into it. Um, you see... We're not. If we were to walk and talk, perhaps it would. Sorry. Ah, yes. <laughs> yes. Sorry. So Elias goes, yes, that's actually a good idea. Sorkin, come over here and walk and talk with our friends and, <laughs> and, and lead them somewhere. In fact, what it, maybe it's better to, to tell you, but also to show you. So let's Sorkin, do that. Sorkin Cat's eyes are very bloodshot. <laughs> he's very hyper for some reason he's really um, in the nip man and, anyway, uh, uh, he, uh, he has a bag on him that he will not let you look in um, so uh, <laughs> so uh, go ahead and let me just say um, oh, how do I do this Ben what's your favorite area of Disneyland uh, my personal favorite area of Disneyland is gosh I actually I think it might oh, be sorry your favorite non-Tomorrowland because we're already in Tomorrowland yeah I think it might be uh, was it New Orleans Square that whole that Ooh, whole region perfect. Okay. Ooh, um, yes. So, 
Sorkin the talking cat and the other and, and Elias. Uh, Sorkin the walking talking cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah the walking talking cat. Uh, Not to be confused <laughs> with walking the talking cat. Yeah, they they lead wow. you through the park, yeah. uh, back out of, back out of the queue for the people mover, and they lead you back down to the main thoroughfare, uh, and they walk you out of Tomorrowland. You kind of pass by uh, Main Street, and Main Street is shut down. Nothing is open. All the stalls are closed. You cannot get a churro. Don't even bother trying because there's no one there to sell it to you. And you pass by Adventureland, which also seems completely dark and untouched, and there's nothing happening. Happening at Jungle Cruise whatsoever, and <laughs> you, uh, somebody yells boat for some reason. But anyway, so a man Sorkin, in pink blind fires a laser into the distance. Wait, never mind. Uh, <laughs> so Sorkin seems anxious and looks around, and he says something like, "Be careful, the the man with the cane might be somewhere." And, the man but, with the cane. Who who who's the man with the cane? Uh, we don't we don't really know for certain. He seems to be a ghost. Um, Doctor Facilier. Uh, I don't, I don't know what that means. I, again, I don't know his name. I just we call him the man with the cane. That's why. I, that's what I refer to we, him as. Oh, got it. I'm so we, sorry. We 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 have things to detect those. Oh, that's ghosts. that's us. Right. We ah, can do that. I have a phone for that. I was thinking more about Brendan's actual technology as opposed to oh, your your you know right. Snapchat account. But you're yeah. right. This is not about me, Brendan. Yes. Didn't you just hear Will? Brendan, I'm not going to ask you. Like, Will yeah. just asked you. Well, I, I didn't want to interrupt Sorkin. I, I was... I, uh, okay. He hates that. We don't have that's, to. I'm not going to make you roll because you already rolled for the Ghostometer recently. I'll say that if you still have it out, then I'll mm-hmm. say that as you as you move to the park, you definitely see it get readings and then not get readings and then get readings. So whatever's happening is fluctuating. Nothing is, like, yeah. set in stone. Yeah, I think we also should give Dan credit because he didn't break up the... Uh, the symphony of Sorkin's dialogue. You can't miss even a note or he loses his mind. I wish, they, they, I wish that I had known that I was going to have Sorkin the walking talking cat because I would have gone on one of those YouTube videos where you see the same lines of dialogue over and over again in every single one of Sorkin shows. And I would have like... Oh, you think? Oh, you think? Uh, yeah. You think? Uh, All right, so... Okay, Riley, let's do the numbers. All right. Um, <laughs> so Elias is actually the one doing most of the talking here because he's the one in charge. So he, he says, it may come as... It's not much of a surprise to you that we're not really cats. See, something what? happened. <laughs> something, something happened in this park the day that it opened. There was some sort of incursion, some sort of temporal distortion to, to a magnitude that was, well, it was honestly a bit of an anomaly or an aberration. Some might say an abomination. It really broke the, the sense of time in this place and... It was as if hundreds of time travelers arrived at one particular moment and then departed again, leaving the thread of reality very thin and malleable. And is Disneyland we... built on a rift in space and time? Yeah, Ben, this is actually our fault we did this. I would say, yeah, <laughs> I would say that we... Disneyland is not built on a rift in time and space, but that a bunch of time lords showed up at one time to pull off a maneuver. Uh, and so as a result... Uh, not un- not unlike a uh, chameleon circuit appearing on a tile of land in Cardiff, the classic Disneyland park is a malleable point in space and time due to the essentially the thinning of 
time and space that's happened because of what the Time Lords did. I just had the, the most bonkers, insane theory. What if the level of animatronics at Disneyland is actually not that much better than, say, Six Flags or, or like, one of the newer Knott's Berry Farm rides, but because of the perception filter that, that is now kind of that com- the comedian <laughs> traits of the park, oh, wow, all of the subpar, very cheap animatronics <laughs> now look super convincing. Incredible. <laughs> That works. But the field, only, the field only extends up so far high, and that's why the, the Yeti on the, Matter, on, on the Matterhorn doesn't look very convincing. Uh, I will only that's say that's not canon because I love what the Imagineers do so much, and I don't want to take their work <laughs> yeah. away from them. If, yeah. if there weren't actual, like, very impressive, hardworking people who make those things happen that, like, have a name like Imagineers, I would totally <laughs> let you have that as an in game explanation, but yeah. that would hurt my heart too much. So Imagineers, yeah, that. we imagine this is good enough, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Um, Sorry. The Imagineering yeah. circuit. I so, don't wanna, yeah. That's, that's when we arrived. Voss would definitely be looking over at Brendan going, Translation? Space cats came through a hole in space. Got it. Okay. It, and, and time. And time. Oh. Mostly time. Oh, okay. Got Dad it. Dad likes to use big words. We call it the time thing. I don't understand big words. Time yeah, thing. My, my son and his friends often call it cheese time which i think is a strange way to look at it but i guess it has lots of of little holes in it dad come on you (sighs) love cheese i do love cheese but i shouldn't be having as much of it it's not good no none of us but at least it's a hard cheese it's got the hole it's got the holes in it okay told you guys cats were lactose intolerant okay but we're not really cats though so we have a little bit of leeway that's right you just said that don't you see listen to her about dietary advice they tried to give me soy milk dad it was no oat milk i'm trying oat milk I've seen those on the buses that go by. It looks obnoxious. Anyway. How do you milk an oat? You know what? Anyway. Um, I like that these cats suddenly became super pretentious. But all right. Um, they were just like Disney their whole lives. They are super pretentious. Um, <laughs> the thing is, we can get some substance from human food the way that, that cats do. And we do enjoy the num-nums and treats that they give us over at the Hungry Bear at the feeding station. But... Our true sustenance comes from another form of imbibement. Um, oh my god. Oh my god, no. Is it people? They've lured us here to eat us. We have to go. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yes, no. it is. And they all jump on you and kill you. <laughs> <laughs> End of game. It's like it's like uh, sleepwalkers. A bunch of cats just... Uh, no, um... The heaviest cat, whose name is Rocky. No. Yeah. Um... <laughs> <laughs> oh, a, ma- a big main coon named Rocky falls on you and kills you. Uh, no, Get him, um, Rock. Yeah. So um, he pauses and he says, we're, we're members of a, of a race of creatures known as somnivores. But normally our people feed off of the dreams of, of humans. But we have actually learned from being in the park that there's a, another form of substance that keeps us pretty well fed and keeps our bellies full. And that is the, the pure joy and imagination that emanates off of every single person that walks through the gates of this park and just shines through. We have fed very well for the last several decades as, as we've been here, but to the point where we don't need to hunt, we don't need to seek out sleepers to feed off their dreams. We just live here during the day and we just lay in the sun bask in the warmth of people's thoughts and feelings. So we've been living in the guise of these cats for decades now. And it's been good. But everything changed when when the lights went out. Brendan, is this a Monsters, Inc. situation that we got ourselves into? 
no. <laughs> so they're not weird things that have one energy power source, but now is choosing joy instead. I mean, saying it's a Monster Zinc thing is very reductive, but I mean, I mean, it's less it's less the Thank joy you, and more the imagination. We basically feed off the daydreams and imagination of all the guests of the park. The lights went out. Do you mean the people stopped coming? Yes, uh, a few months back, and I, I don't know. We we we've kind of pieced together what happened, but since the park closed, we we haven't been able to feed off of anybody here because there's no one here to feed off of. That would be correct. Do you guys like pictures? Let me give you a quick rundown of the pandemic. So, March 2020. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I started oh, no, because Sorry, let me back. let me let me cut you off right there. We're very aware of it because idiots keep shouting about it right outside of our gates with like signs oh, and stuff. I, so, I forgot we about the protest. You're you're in. Got it. Yeah. I will put this um, away. Yeah, see like we we're, we're actually actively looking to preserve our species, but your people seem to actively be wanting to harm your own species in a way that oddly helps us but hurts you more. It's very strange. I, I have to I have to time out on this. I'm sorry. I don't listen to the game of Rassilon for political content. I listen to it for <laughs> escapism. And I'm I am I do not want this social justice warrior nonsense infecting <laughs> infecting our show. Second boys and the cats. I just want to point out that this is the game of class alone. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, different thing. You're right. Yeah. Please have some class uh, alone. Uh, alone. Uh, so no, not um, that alone. Oh Will, no. Will asks. So was Charlie? Is your name? Your name's Charlie, right? Charlie. Charlie. Just was Charlie like wow. a scouting party to go out looking for well, joy? I don't. I don't know how you work. Food. I was. I was trying to get food to bring back, but again, I found. You, which I have mixed feelings about, to be honest. But um, if, if you could help us with your tools and your knowledge of the, the strange, we, 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 we could, could perhaps work together to solve the, the whatever has taken over the park in the absence of, of people well, and their joy. I think maybe we could answer the question that you had by arriving at our destination and he points at he like motions doesn't point to the cat but like motions towards the pirates of the caribbean ride which unlike everything else in the park appears to actually have some lights on it's an activity inside of it and you hear the sounds of pirates singing a song that we don't legally have the rights to yeetle dee doodle dee <laughs> a pirate's life is fine yeah. Yo ho how and a bottle of booze. Yes. <laughs> Anywho, gotta go. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I am not going in there. Will you have to? You're here with us. That's part of friendship. Um, is this where the man with the cane is? Oh, the man with the cane is everywhere. We don't really know where he's come from. He seems to be a, a g -g -g ghost. Um. <laughs> The the rumors we, we remember people talking about a man with a cane before the sh the lights went out when he was one of the many haunted figures of the park. There was a apparently a plane that crashed in Anaheim in the forties, and now he haunts the park. So we we never really saw him before, but he's been a thorn in our side since the park shut down. I want to try something. Now we're closer to an apparent source of something. I want to try the AMFM radio again. Okay, go ahead and roll jinkies for me, and I'll let you roll two dice because you... I'll, I'll let you roll three dice because you are prepared, and this is your special items. This is something that you have an All right. Of. 
Uh, and I need to roll, if it's jinkies, I need to roll under a three. Yeah. And I rolled a three, a six, and a six. <laughs> okay. So you have two fails, but you do have one double success. So I will, okay. So go ahead and ask me a direct question, Ben, if you want. Okay. Am I getting any kind of signal and slash or has it changed? I don't know if that counts as one question. I think you're actually, when you turn the radio on, you get that same song being sung. Oh. But what's different about it than when you're on the ride is it doesn't sound like a pre-recorded track. It sounds like somebody is actually live singing that song right now inside the ride. I would, of course, have no way of knowing that because I've never heard the music before. But I am play- I would say the volume is loud enough that other people can hear it. Uh, that's not supposed to be happening. That's That's some real... Uh, Brendan. Is this where you send me ahead and you cower behind again? No, yes, please. Brendan. That's called an advanced scout, Brendan. We're both... So, wait, hold on. They, hey. And I look back at the other cats in the same way that you're looking at your two friends. Now. Like, hey. You wanted... You're not... Yeah, you're not You wanted to go. Brendan, I'll join you to make sure you're, you're, you're safe there. What were you going to say, Voss? I didn't mean to insult you like that. You are my friend. No, I mean... Like, you were right, but you're not alone because Charlie's with you, so... And I'm gonna be right here behind you with the kit, like, my phone out. Okay, uh, Charlie, do you want me to carry you or do you want to ride in my backpack? I can walk next to you. I'm worried you'll either throw or drop me in fear, which, it's not a personal thing. It's just, you know, I don't like falling. I understand. He would. Thank you. All right, yeah, uh, (laughs) I'm, I'm going in with the cat. Yeah, I'm going to walk next to uh, Brendan, and, you know, if there's any sort of hesitation that you might experience, I think I'm going to do that thing where the cat kind of walks around your legs and makes you feel better. I am being an emotional support yeah. animal. And uh, definitely uh, pulling out a, a flashlight. Not not, not, a, not a camera one, just like a real old-school battery-powered one. From the I was going to say, my, I think mine's on, on the phone that I have. I, I would also like to point out, uh, if we're going for re- realistic cat action, Brendan, uh, even though it's not intended, you absolutely should trip over the cat at least twice. Oh, during absolutely. This <laughs> so, oh, sorry, sorry. Oh, sorry, sorry. Oh, sorry. I'm trying to help. I'm trying to be. Oh, sorry. It's the thing we all wish a cat would say to us when they did that, but we know they're if doing it If cats could purpose. talk, they would not apologize. No. Absolutely. They're like, hey, what are you doing? Hey. Oh, I did have a question, though. Are the lights in the ride actually on, or is every all the lights out? Because I know it is, like, evening right now in the park. The the lights that would be like illuminating the walkways and stuff like that are not on, but you do see what seems like a little bit of light coming in from like the doorways of the ride. As much as you can see from outside, cool. there do seem to be some lights on. Okay, cool. Yeah, definitely Voss is tailing behind Brennan and the, yeah, I think the light would be on if she's taking video. That would make the most sense. Okay. Is the, is the light illuminating anything? Not from as far back as you are. If you go inside the building, then we can do that. But right now, you're you're you are illuminating the the, the line queue for the parts of the Caribbean ride. Yes. Right. 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 Though I know I'm not specifically a cat. I I am a cat. So can I do some sort of jinkies roll to determine how freaked out I should be? Yeah. I mean, I, I would let you role play how freaked out you would be because it feels like a natural response, like your natural level of fear. But if you want to roll, you can roll. Yeah, I, I want to roll so I get like a sensory. Okay. Idea like, you know, cat sniffing, cat okay. vibe check. Like, like okay. a cat vibe check. Yeah, go ahead and roll. I rolled a two, which is my number. Um, okay. Holy I will, wow. Like, yeah, then I will say that 
You actually have an awareness of what's happening here. So you're not surprised by what's going on. Like, this is something that your people already know about and is, like, a long-time thing. So go ahead and ask me a direct question because you would actually know the answer to this anyway. So, Yeah. Um, how best could I describe to these humans what is going on here? Like, in terms that they would understand it, especially in, like, maybe even ghost huntery terms okay. that they would get. That's great. Yeah. There is some sort of... One of the rifts in time has opened inside of this ride, and it is attuned to the psychic energy of the place. And so because this is a ride that is predominantly about pirates and looting and stuff like that, a batch of looting pirates have fallen through that rift and are now running amok within the ride. Perfect. I is say it, that. It's, the pirates are loose. It's not the, the animatronics who come to life. It's... Pirates are here. Real pirates are here now. Yeah. Real pirates? Pirate ghosts? Yeah, it's like a, a pirate incursion has happened inside the They room. are the pirates of the Pirates of the Caribbean. Yes. Pirates, the pirates, of, the pirates of, the of the Caribbean Pir- of the like, Caribbean. For example, Jeff Goldblum might say that when Pirates of the Caribbean breaks down, the pirates might eat the guests. Pirates or er, er, find a way. Um, yeah. Yeah, as, as we're walking, I, I do ask Charlie, I said, so I know you are only 13 and your people came here uh, in the 50s, but uh, what is your planet of origin? I, I have no idea. We came through a rift in, in, in space and time. But no one spoke from where you came from? The somnivores, my people, are scattered across the, the winds of space and time. and We find our way in, in the dreaming places. It is our only way of survival. We spread like the seeds of a dandelion. Yes, but I was led to believe that somnivore was the way to describe how you thrive. They're not a specific species. It can be both and neither. We take the shape of our container. We find a way on our world. And here we became cats. Some become monsters and vampires. And Outside, I'm gently nudging Voss and I'm saying, so this somnivore idea sounds pretty, pretty lame. Huh? This sounds like a pretty stupid premise like as if someone just kind of thought i'll just put an s on the front of omnivore and like reverse engineer an alien from that that sounds i think sorkin the cat gets up on a pedestal and is like well actually the the vampire idea is extremely (laughs) versatile and can be applied to any number of different uh and then he sort of stops and starts licking himself and we can go back inside. <laughs> and then and then for some reason, Sorkin, who was apparently an NPC for a second there, controlled by a player. Uh, <laughs> Oops. Uh, I no, just then, enjoyed it. <laughs> then, then Elias says, yeah, maybe somebody running a thing might have thought, hey, what if as an homage to the person that created this, the game that they're playing in thought, wouldn't it be really fun if I took... It's almost like someone crafting a story was like, wouldn't it be fun if I took a thing that this person created and then made it the main focus of their story? I don't know. Anyway. You know what? Says Will. You know what? I bet that person, hypothetically, is actually really, really pleased that the that the alien idea that they've created has found a life outside of themselves. You know? If I just... I mean, obviously, this is all hypothetical, but... Are we following Brendan? Because I did not follow a link. No, we're still outside. <laughs> it's up to you. What, what are you choosing to do? I will stay outside. Okay. I think Voss is going to try to convince them to go in with her because she's definitely not, A, not going alone. B, curious, which always kills the cat. And... Wait, I what? Don't... 
You're not there. You're inside. I know. I know. <laughs> you're not here with us. Your ears pivot and rotate 180 degrees. My one ear is just like danger. As you two stay outside with Sorkin and Elias, suddenly you hear off in the distance what sounds like a tapping sound, like a like a sustained tap, tap, tap. I say, uh, Voss, is that your phone? No. Well, so we have two options. Could Either- be my phone. I don't think it's your phone because we don't have signal right now. So, but tap. like we got tap. two choices: either we follow tap. spooky, spooky singing, or spooky tapping, or we I... could split up, and you could be Elias an awesome says, friend. It's the man with the cane, and you and now you are aware the the tapping sound is definitely the sound of a cane tapping, tapping. All right, well, tapping. It is friend time. I say I vote we stay out here and protect the. Somnivore cats, somnivores from from the cane person. I mean, true. Sorkin would be out here by themselves, and that would be no good. Actually, when you hear the tapping get closer and closer, both Sorkin and Elias, their hair steps up, and they do the actual the pose of what the cats look like on the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. They're <laughs> up on the barrels doing the thing, and they both start booking it for the inside of the ride. I think probably Voss is going to run with the cats, but in the in the process of doing so, I think she does try to yell back at the sound that she hears. I have a phone and I don't know how to use it, but I'm not afraid to use it. I think ghosts is more Will's area because that is why they joined the group in the first place. I think Will is going to stand their ground and turn on the radio to communicate with the, the person with the cane. Get it, Will. Okay, I'll let you roll at Jinkies, and you ha- I'll let you roll two because you have the equipment of the radio. Mm-hmm. Okay. I rolled a one and a six. <laughs> okay, so you had one success and one fail. Is that yeah. correct? Okay. You barely manage it, so you do get a signal, and you hear a voice saying, Fine, stay where you are. It'll be easier to collect you. Um... What if you stay where you are and we have a conversation like adults? I'm not interested in speaking. Tap. What, what if Tap. this is if it's, if it's not a Tap. conversation? Is it? A, 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 what, what, are you, what are we doing? It doesn't respond. Okay. Um, I, I start booking it Tap. into the into the right. Tap. So you managed, the two of you while running managed to catch up with with Charlie and and Brendan and uh, you, you all have made it to the area of the ride where the boats are launched from Lafitte's Landing mm-hmm. and that is where you're at right now. And Elias jumps up and jumps on top of the control panel and is like, Activating the ride so you can get on the boat if you want. I I run in. I say we need we need the the Kane guy. Michael Kane is on his uh, is on his way. Yeah, we know we know. That's why we're here. <laughs> Let's I, I guess onto a boat? Question mark? Question mark? Question mark? Do you know how to swim? No, I don't know how to swim, but it's a. It's I a, wouldn't get in that water if I were you. It's it's the it's, it's the original water from 1955. <laughs> Oh. Uh, while everybody's, all the other cats are sort of leaping into the boat, Charlie uh, uh, is looking up at the boat, but is I, I can't do jumps, so I'm just looking 
uh, kind of desperate. Well, uh, Michael, you may remember that the boat is actually level with the platform and you can just step right on it. It is. I did not know that, so thank you for that. So, okay, <laughs> never mind. Charlie's going right. to safely get in the yeah, boat I, without I having to worry about that. I also get in the boat and I stay in the center of the boat so I don't want to tip it in balance too much one way or the other. I mean, I again, it's, it's basically on a track. Yeah, it's but I don't really know yet. this. Okay. I, Okay. Will yeah, Will doesn't know this. Will's okay. never been to Disneyland. Okay. This is their first time. Okay. I would say that first boat is probably full, so Voss is going to ha- hop into that second boat. That because they're always in tandem. Okay. There's a lot of cats. There's How a lot of cats are there. Three. Oh, three it's cats. only three cats. I thought there were more cats than that. I'm sorry. Actually, <laughs> then I redact like, my like statement. Twenty and people fit in those boats. I, I realized that. I thought there I mean, were more cats. No, hey, hey, maybe Voss is just a cat race. It's like, I'll get the next one. That's okay. <laughs> Doesn't I don't trust want to get the cat hair on my stuff. All right. Y'all uh, get on the boat and it begins to move. Elias jumps off the platform that was controlling it into the boat with you and takes you through the ride. So you, you ride past the Blue Bayou restaurant, which is shut down, and there's no... You don't hear the creepy uh, banjo music playing and like that. You don't hear the, the overhead speakers, but you go on the ride and... <laughs> Will says, it's, this is a really boring ride. Why did they make a movie out of this? <laughs> it was popular because it had air conditioning. And how Johnny Depp. How how dare both of you? <laughs> <laughs> um, um, well, this was a fun recording. No, um, so <laughs> you get right. It, it, it's actually running because Elias turned it on. Right. But when you get to the end of the area where it stops being skeletons and becomes humans, that's when you start noticing these strange lights in this, like, kind of above, like where you would normally kind of be opening up into the like the city and you have the night sky mm-hmm. but there is this rift in the ceiling that looks like an aurora borealis got it i will say that will does not know whether this is part of the ride or not but the first animatronic johnny depp they've seen so they go wow like John, they cast a really good likeness when they got johnny depp to play that specific pirate wow wow that's really good yeah, like, this ride was so much better after the films came out. <laughs> Wait, they, they added him after the films? Oh, yeah. like Oh, this was... I thought they just cast Johnny Depp because they were like, well, the, the Johnny Depp looks like the, the guy. But if they added him afterwards, that's really cool. on the space lights in the sky. Is that not people. part of the thing? No, actually, that was what I was going to say. Um, and I don't think this is part of the new edition that they just came yeah, up no, with. Aurora so. Borealis would not be visible from this part of the globe. <laughs> Thank you, I don't think pirates would be visible. On the animatronic Johnny Depp, what you're not noticing is a real human being who is being dunked into a water tank by a rope while another human being in a pirate outfit is screaming, please stop, please stop. Uh, I said well, the, anim- <laughs> the animatronics here are really good. Whoa. No wonder people, you know, talk about the magic of Disneyland. This is impressive. As you're saying that, what feels like the air of a very real like ball type bullet whizzes by your head. Like it doesn't hit you, but it whizzes by your head in a way that feels way too close for comfort. I uh, I turn on everyone that, down. That's really impressive. Wow, they really went all. When was this ride opened? Fifties. Yeah, I think uh, uh, Charlie's going to bite at Will's ankle to try and get them to duck. And then I, I guess I do the duck. Ah. Right as you duck, a bullet would have hit you in the head, but it keeps going. <laughs> and, it, and it hits the wall. 
Cool, cool. Now that we know we're in a 40 life experience. Brendan! Yes? <laughs> Brendan, I really need you to use that thing. This is not part of the ride. This is not part of the ride. The, yeah, like Charlie said, this is not part of the, the ride. The ghost ghostometer, it, it, it won't do anything. These are people. We have to talk to them or shoot them. What? Whoa, they're not wearing masks. I will say, Dan, that the ghostometer is going wild. The ghostometer's readings are just like, it's just going crazy. But it's a, Please stop shooting us. The good news is it takes a while for them to reload after the one shot. So if we time it, we uh, after their next shot, we'll have the maximum amount of time to uh, uh, disembark. You guys, I got this, I got this. So Voss like stands up in the boat. Hi, I don't know if you guys know who we are, but like, we do ghost things. We really like it. If you would stop shooting at us. Roll, roll a zoinks for me. Yeah. Six. Okay. You you do that. You are able to, like, muster the confidence to stand up and do that. What happens is when you do it, the pirates don't really react to you. But because you rolled so well, like, you actually kind of notice that they seem to be a little bit ethereal. So it feels like they're not fully present in this time. Or they're kind of, like, in between time. They're kind of, like, they look ghostly to you. So I notice that they're... Brendan, they're not all here. I'm not all here. I'm having a bad time. No, Will, not like that. They're like, not all here. This is what we were trying to say earlier outside before we ran off. But see, we noticed that because of these rifts and stuff, that this this sort of thing would happen a lot. And because our abilities as somnivores are, are somewhat based on a psychic field, we've been able to keep these rifts in check so they don't harm the guests. But because we're starving and we're not able to get our full energy, we haven't been able to do our duty anymore to close these off. And so now we're trying to find another way to, to solve this problem. This is a dietary issue. I'm ready. So what you need is you need us to enjoy ourselves on this ride, correct? Uh... We need you to find a way to close the rift. It's, it's, it's not us. We can't do it anymore. But if we were to feed you, would you have the power to do so? No, Brendan. That's what Sorkin's saying. I want you, Brendan, to roll. This is a Jinkies roll because you're using logic to figure this out. So go ahead and roll Jinkies. And uh, I'll, let you, I'll let you roll another d6 as an expert because I do think this is like something like you're really aware of this kind of stuff and you're very nerdy, so... Uh, one success, one fail. Okay. Yeah, I'd say that something that you've said sounds about right, that there needs to be some sort of transference of psychic energy here to shut down the rift. Okay. And these are pirates, presumably from the 1700s, transported here, but semi-ethereal, correct? Yes, that sounds about right. They haven't fully manifested in this time period. That's why they're kind of in between the two. Uh, If we don't do something soon, the rift will stay open and they will be transported here permanently. Okay. Um, I turn to our boat full of people and I say, we need to have a pirate party. We need to show... The three of us? No, uh, with all the pirates. We need to show the pirates the time of their lives so that the somnivores can feed and then close the rift, sending them back through the rift. Okay, Brandon. I don't know a lot. That's true. But... I do know that being a woman was not good. 
I remember the first ride. But you are our captain. This is the new ride. There's the, the lady pirate. She's probably having a great time. When you motion over to lady pirate, you do see the ethereal ghost of the old lady pirate, the, the <laughs> redhead that's, that's being auctioned off instead of the cool red pirate that is that is a pirate. <laughs> I thought the camera just cuts back to Charlie doing, like, Jim in the office face to camera. Oh, never mind. Oh, jeez. Okay, we are on a ship. You are our leader. I, we will declare you our captain. They respect captain. Wait, wait, wait. I have an eyeliner pen somewhere. Let me draw on a mustache. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to put an eyeliner like Johnny yeah, Depp. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I mean, why not both? We? Do both, yeah. Why not both? It's a good pencil. You've probably got enough. You guys I, are not ready for my really bad Jack Sparrow impersonation. Here's what, yeah, okay. I'm going to say this. I want Kate to roll zoinks because you're doing emotional artistic stuff. I want Dan to roll jinkies. Dan, use one dice because you're just kind of like seeing if your plan plays out because you're not like prepared for this. But Kate, you will roll two because you are prepared because you have eyeliner pencil. Right? She would have it. She would. We got a four and a two. I rolled my Those number. Are... I rolled a five. Okay. And my you number is number a Yeah, so you both got a DM. So... Kate, you go first. What you can ask me? You got a success. Okay. So describe what your eyeliner uh, mustache looks like because you succeeded on that. Got it. Super thorough and bushy, a la more of uh, Barbosa than the Johnny Depp. But she's gonna she's gonna go with the sparrow eyebrows and a hat. She's gonna steal a hat because there's always like on the ride there's always things kind of laying down. So I would figure there would be a loose hat somewhere. Okay, um, yeah. I'll say you got a hat. There's definitely... Apparently, you have the same size head as an animatronic pirate, so it fits you very well. It, it would, and I'm, I'm thinking, like, heavy, heavy guy liner. Okay. You managed to get to that by the time you get to about the second room of, of the ride. Yeah. And then what's your question for the DM? Oh, do I have any app on my phone that is going to give us an edge? Um... I would say no, because that's something that would have had to have played in before you made the roll. What about your music on the phone? I do have music on my phone. Do you want that to be your question, Dan? Well, could I give my, essentially my crit success and- That's what I'm saying. Yes, yeah. That's what I'm asking. Yeah. Do you want to use your, yeah. So you can use your crit to suggest that, that she could play some music on the, yeah. You can suggest to Voss that, yes. Yes. I think the most bang and banger you have. So Kate, uh, you you have put on the hat and the mustache, and it looks fantastic. And Arr. and Dan, you have started playing music on the on the phone. So um, so Dan, describe how the music is playing out, and Kate, describe how you are engaging these pirates in a party. Um, it really is uh, like blasting the music as loud as it'll go, and like when you cup your hand to the speaker to make it just a little <laughs> bit louder, just like so everyone can hear it. And it is a uh, legally distinct sound alike, but it is close to a, as party rock anthem as we can get, but without having to license it. It's just like, we are gonna just bring the jam. Like I know, like, you know, Brenda knows it's not era appropriate, but that song, when the beat goes, you can't help but move that <laughs> butt. Okay, 
I think you do that, and then I think the pirates, I think you've actually hit the part of the ride where the pirates are raiding the town and are kind of partying and dancing and drinking. So suddenly, yeah, you see a bunch of pirates with rum bottles and throwing bottles through windows and burning, and they hear your music and they start to dance. And Voss, <laughs> what, are you, what are you doing to like lead this party celebration, Voss? Um, I'm really hoping that Brendan is using all three iPhones to the best of their ability, not just the single one. So I'm just throwing that out there. But Voss is like one foot up on the stern of the ship, like the front of it. <laughs> definitely, definitely like leg up. And uh, she is uh, definitely the less is more type, not in outfit, but in speaking. So I think she's just yelling like one worded phrases that she thinks will go over well with these guys because the music's so loud. So she's like, booty. Yeah. <laughs> and one of, the, one of them was like, yeah, booty and rum, yeah. And they're yeah! all excited and celebrating. And as they're doing that, <laughs> this psychic energy starts to whiff off of them. And you see Sorkin the cat jump up on one of the barrels and arch its back in the air and stick his tail up in the air, almost like an antenna. And behind him, there are two animatronic cats that are in the exact same pose that he's currently in. And as he does this, the energy comes through and suddenly you see this transference of energy happen that attaches from him to this Aurora Borealis in the ceiling. And then it all comes to this loop. Charlie. Please make a Zoinks roll for me. Okay. I got a five. My number is two. Okay, but you want to roll over for a Zoinks roll, so that's good. Ooh, Um, yay. So you realize, because this is an emotional thing, you realize that Brendan didn't quite understand what he was figuring out, because what he figured out was that an emotional transference needed to happen, or or some sort of energy transference would happen. Uh, What you know as a somnivore is what your what your group has learned over the last few months is that their psychic energy is actually part of what's causing these rifts to, to, to maintain because by having this constant psychic field in the park they're actually fueling the energy that's keeping these things open and so when they enact this plan you all see a beam of energy come out of Sorkin and attach itself to the rift. And the rift does start to close. And as it does, all the pirate ghosts kind of transform back into these animatronics. And the ride begins to look exactly like it used to look in before the stuff shut down. So it's the modern view. The, the red lady is back as the red pirates and things like that are happening. However, when it all is done... Sorkin is just a regular cat. <gasps> oh no! Can I? Oh no! Oh Sorkin, you did it! It's a squishy. Sorkin, how do you feel? And Sorkin looks at you and then just piles his nose right into his butt and continues to and starts to lick his butt. Inspirational. Okay, so you're hungry, I guess? <laughs> oh no! Oh, Charlie, what's up? My friend! He's. He's, well, I don't want to say just a cat, but he's no longer one of us. He's, he's like, he's of this world now. Oh. And I'm just going to walk up to, to Sorkin and have, like, a normal, quote-unquote, cat conversation. And sort of little chirps and just reintroduce myself, I guess. So when you are chirping with Sorkin and you're talking with him, you still kind of get the sense that, like, he is still the same. Like, he remembers who he was. And hmm. so he, like, 
is able to communicate with you directly, but he's just no longer a somnivore. He's just now a cat. But because you are kind of part cat and you've been living in this cat like container for so long, yeah. like you're able to get that he like he didn't lose his identity, he didn't lose his memories and like that like that. He's just been transformed to a regular cat. Okay. That's that rolls. So he made a conscious choice to to eat his own butthole. I mean, he's a cat. I mean, it's the <laughs> thing a cat does. Like he's not not a cat. Like he's, he's living not, the dream. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we. I have. A, I give him a big happy sniff. And that's when Elias turns to the rest of the party and says, "That's what we've learned. Is that the only way for us to? Because we no longer can feed off of the guests of the park. The only way for us to shut down these rifts is to sacrifice the things that make us unique and become Disneyland cats for real." Well, how how, how frequently do these things happen? Well, we're learning that it's actually possibly our fault that they happen, so... Then perhaps it's our duty to, to solve it, Father. If it ends the... It, it would conclude our, our deal with the humans, and, and we could stay here. Don't you don't you want to go home? This is this our is home. home. <laughs> All of us were born oh, here. Oh, neat, cool. Okay, well then... Yes, okay. Will, will you humans help us close the rifts? Will says... So wait a minute. What happens to the space hole when you run out of use to throw in it? Elias says, uh, "We believe the the rifts will actually close. See that time and space has been trying to heal itself here for a long time, but we didn't realize that our own presence was actually causing the wounds to fester and continue." So. We may lose part of who we are as a result of this, but it's our fault to begin with. So that's why we're willing to make this change once and for all. Because, look, if the park was still open and people were going to be here anytime soon, this balance could continue. But it is so unbalanced now that we only have this choice to end it. So if you were to leave the park for good, you'd be losing your home, but the hole in space-time would heal itself eventually, correct? The holes as they are right now need the exchange of our energy to boost the healing process. That's why Sorkin had to sacrifice himself. So you have to you ha- you have to kind of give yourself a, a, a somnivore lobotomy and just become cats. That is correct. How, yes. How do you feel about that? Is that fair to you? I mean, this damage is our fault. I think that us sacrificing ourselves to fix it is appropriate. That has been the debate amongst our people. It's should we find alternate means to feed ourselves and continue the rifts, or should we accept that we are fluffy, adorable kitties? Well, what if, what if you left? I mean, if you, if if your presence is part of the problem, if you leave, it's like pulling a battery out of the circuit. There's nothing to power the rift, won't it? Then close. Can't you go somewhere else? Like Knott's Berry Farms, just down the road, and they don't have a space-time rift. I, I, well. They would if we all went there. That's what I'm saying. Like our our inner. Where they go, the holes Wait, go. I I get what you're saying. What if? Let me ask you a question. What would be worse, losing what makes you you, or losing each other? Because the way I see it, your options are: you can either pour yourselves into this hole and just be cats, or you can separate and scatter. If it's if it's a question of presence. What if you parted ways? What if one of you heads north? One of you heads northwest? You like you you pick a town. You you bring up a map of the U.S. and just have at it and just go somewhere else. But if if it's just the one of you, that's not going to open a rift that's big enough to let ghost pirates through, 
Right? Right? I mean, we don't really know what would happen if we spread out. We could cause massive rifts to lead the entire, to open up across the country. I mean, that's a fair question, and I hadn't, that's a fair point, and I hadn't thought about it, and I'm scared that we're all going to die. Well, that's already a risk because we're in a pandemic, Will, but yes. And look, they get to be cats. Yeah, what's wrong with just being a cat? Cats there's, are great. I just, there's nothing wrong. Truthfully, the best solution would be to get the park reopened. Yeah, are you going to do that, Brendan? So we join the protests. <laughs> I I think we should go ahead and, and make a point clear. We've already made our decision about what we're going to do, and we're just asking you to help us. Will you help us heal the rifts? The best we can do is support them, friends. That's what friends do for each other, support. And then since there are three cats and there are three of us... We each get a cat. Also... I don't know if you three have considered it free rides. How is there free rides? Because we can go on all the rides for free when we're healing the rifts. Oh, so smart. So smart. I get Charlie. Okay. okay. I'm, I feel like we've just met and I feel like I have to kind of say goodbye to you all. That sucks massive, sucks massive butts. Well, that's what Sorkin's doing right now. Butts are great. We love butts. What's wrong with that? We can come up with kitty sign language. This is this is our home, and maybe it's time we finally accepted this as our home, and this is where we belong, instead of living in two worlds at once. Where does the man with the cane tie into this? We don't really know fully. He appears to be haunting the park in some way, and seems to be wanting to keep the rifts open. Perhaps if we can close all the rifts, we can stop whatever his plan is. All right, what do we do? Let's, if we're going to do this, let's... Let's just do it. What do we do? Where do we go? I say that now, Kate or Dan, let me know an area of Disneyland that you would that we have not. So not Jungle Cruise, who we already did on the podcast, not Tomorrowland and not Pirates of the Caribbean. Where else would you like to go in the park? Uh, let's go Big Thunder Mountain. Great. Perfect. Mm-hmm. So you head over to Big Thunder Mountain. It's not a very far walk from parts of the Caribbean. It's actually just right across the little walkway there that leads into Frontierland and New Orleans Square. So it's the closest. Um, you work your way through the line. You probably go through the, the fast pass line because why would you wait yeah. in the longer line? Yeah, we yeah. use the ID microchip. Yeah. Yeah. I just boop them in. Yeah, you get to the ride. Along the way, uh, you pick up a couple of more of the somnivore cats. Their yes. names are coming from our audience members again. So the first cat is named Sir Trenton Atwater. Oh, that's good. <laughs> STA. That one comes from Peter Hoover. And uh, we also have Marty Von Kemp, which comes from... <laughs> the name on this is Lord Calamity, but I don't think that's their act. They, they they usually go by Captain Ace Danger on on the Twitter, but yeah, that's the. Uh, so we have again, we have Sir Trenton Atwater and <laughs> Marty Von Kemp. We have Sir and Marty. Trent and Marty. Sir Trenton. So one of them is a gray tabby, and the other one's a calico. So Marty <laughs> Marty is the calico. Trenton is the gray tabby. Marty, Marty. Wait, do I know his name? We don't know their names. Hey, what are your names? Um, I'm Sir Trenton Atwater, and this is this is my partner, uh, Marty. Now Marty. we know the names. Thank you. <laughs> and by the way, when I say partner, I mean relationship. We're, we're romantically involved. I don't mean business partnership. Of course. Yeah. Okay. Just oh, making sure. Yeah. But you do have an Etsy shop that you run together. Yeah, we do. We, we sell, we actually ironically sell uh, Disney cat-themed merchandise. So it actually is fantastic. So, um, well, but obviously it's not listed as Disney cat-themed because we would be under copyright violations. So it's actually, uh, it's the, the magical cat company. 
Anyway, we actually tend to hang out around this ride, so we can be your guides for it. Okay. Awesome, awesome. So, Marty, if I remember correctly, there are bats, there are goats, there are coyotes. I'm missing something. When you say there are coyotes, suddenly you hear the howl of a coyote from the mountain. Oh, no. Yeah, growing up in SoCal, I know coyotes are a problem. We got a problem. And Charlie's going to puff up. And then you also see a goat jumping around the rocks that are around the ride, and the goat is carrying a stick of dynamite in its mouth. Yeah, and the dynamite happy ghost. Groat, ghost, groat, goat. <laughs> ghost. Is the dynamite lit? The dynamite is lit. Oh, so that goat will take care of itself. <laughs> I was just going to say, yeah, that goat's, that's a self-cleaning goat. We're good no, there. Um, no, he's, he's a happy dynamite goat. He likes to incur carnage with... He's not friendly. He's not And when you say that... He Probably drops the dynamite high. out of its mouth and it drops oh, no. down. And, I catch uh, it. I just instinctively see my hands out. Ben, I need you to make a zoink, a zoink swirl for me. Oh, and no. you are run, not prepared. Run, run, run. Uh, zoinks. I rolled a six on zoinks. Okay, you are very lucky because you are able to react in the moment emotionally when you catch the stick of burning dynamite. What do you do? I catch it, I go, ah, and I throw it back at the goat. <laughs> Okay, yeah, you throw yes. it, and it blows up right when it gets back to the goat, and so now there is no longer a goat. <laughs> I think we just successfully well, busted our first ghost. I, I think so, oh, too. That, we that are goat busters. Really well. <laughs> we are the goat, goat busters. We did busters. it. <laughs> Great. We're going to kill them with our puns. Anyways, coyotes, coyotes. We still have a coyote problem. Oh, I should have thrown it at the... Never mind. Is there more dynamite? Wait, there's more dynamite, though. So, last time y'all were on a ride you figured out that there was a way to simulate some sort of joy or some sort of excitement in order to create this psychic feedback loop. So so how, when you get to this ride, how do you think you would go about doing that? I have a pitch and my pitch is, this ride is very similar to another kind of runaway train themed roller coaster at Alton Towers in the UK. And I think Will has been to Alton Towers. It's like- Is that that park with the extremely spooky video you sent yes. us? Yes. Yeah. That- Deeply creepy, like, welcome yeah. to Alton Towers. Yes. You'll I, never I leave. I that, actually. <laughs> that was you. Yeah. Oh, man. That was so I, spooky. I Ooh. think I'm, I, I think Will's going to say, this is a lot like a ride I used to love at a theme park back in England. I'm just going to throw this out there. I just want to ride the ride, if I'm going to be completely honest. Just want to ride it. I'll have a great time. What's we the- have to anyways, Will. But yeah. Cool, let's just, just ride, ride. Let's, what's, let's just, what's your... Let's just get on the ride and ride it in the way that rides are ridden. Got it, got it, okay. Brendan, how are you going to secure all of your equipment in the little back, the little bag that hangs from the back <laughs> of the seat? Don't have to, there's uh, there's no one at the park. I feel safe leaving it at the station. Okay. Dang! Genius. Through that one. Do it. Fair, fair enough. I am, I've been put in my place. All right. <laughs> oh, Ken, uh, although I, I do like the little baggies in the seats, could Charlie get in the baggie? Uh, yeah, for the sake of fun storytelling and not wanting to leave a player behind, I will absolutely let you get inside the baggie on the seat. Yeah, I'm not so sure about the seat belt or lack thereof, and it, I'm a cat. It's and just the bar. Do. Yeah, yeah that so makes oh, that's not a good idea for yeah. me. I don't like that. Will gets in the front, absolute front, first train. Yeah. Boss slides in right next to Will or or behind. It kind of depends because, like, sometimes it fits one person comfortably, sometimes it's better with two, but... I would believe that she's trying to tell Will where the location of the dynamite room is in the sequence. So she's trying to be like, okay, so there's bats and then there's 
there's caves with a waterfall and then you go down a hill and then there's some animals. Will says, don't spoil it for me. I, w- I just want to ride the ride and enjoy it as it comes. Well, we're looking for dynamite. I understand the joy level, but we're going to come back here for that. So I need you to grab dynamite. I'm not sticking my arms out of a moving vehicle. They very explicitly tell you not to do that. And then they say yeehaw. So I'm taking that seriously. Brendan, you know this ride slows down. I need you to stick your arms out and grab some dynamite. Yeah, no. <laughs> no. While y'all are having this argument, suddenly you see Elias just has jumped on the control panel and has turned the ride on. Thank so yeah. now <laughs> you are on the ride. So it is creaking its way up that first hill. Will is like oh. hooting and hollering in absolute joy. They have never been happier. Will is useless, Brendan. Oh. We have to grab it. So right now you're on the hill and both of the two cats, uh, Sir and Marty, are on the ride as well. And then Elias has now jumped into the pocket of the ride. And uh, is any is everybody sitting in the front of the train or is anybody sitting towards the back of the train? Is anybody- I'm definitely in the front. Yeah. I was kind of screaming at Brendan like he was in the back. Sure. Yeah, okay, so Brendan, you're in the back of the train. And as the train is starting to go up that first hill, you hear behind you a tap, tap, tap sound and Brendan only Brendan I want you to go ahead and make a uh, you can make a single jinkies check for me that's a failure nope okay uh, you turn to make a look but you aren't able to see it before you move past the station you can't see the station anymore because I think you go into you go into a cave and you've got that first hill right yes so you can't see the station anymore okay so yeah so you are no longer able to hear but you definitely hear that sound behind you before it vanishes so yes you go up the hill and you begin to move out of the hill into the room with the bats and there are actual bats that are flying around and getting in your hair and landing on you and such type things i mean there's nothing we can do about that except duck (laughs) yeah yeah. yeah, I think Charlie's <laughs> definitely doing some real cat hissing. Some some serious <sighs> I think I'm enjoying myself on the roller coaster too much to care about the bats, if I'm being honest. Yeah, yeah no, I I think that's a real thing. Uh would Voss have put it together enough to have attempted at some sort of minor look like she did with the pirate look last time? Um, I would say I will let you roll a jinkies for that because I know that you did start to say it out of character when we got here. Right. So I, I because I because you did say it and kind of got talked over. I'll let you have a roll to see if you thought of it. Sure. Six. Yeah. So that's a fail on a jinkies yeah. roll for you because you're yeah. only a two, so two, it has to be a two right. or lower. Okay. No. So the eyeliner is too good. The mustache is permanent. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Mustache is. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I, no. I, it, it would be very hard for you to wash off the the mustache you did because of the eyeliner. Yeah. You have right. really no, good that makeup. Makes sense. You have really yeah. strong makeup. It's too hard. It doesn't, it doesn't come right off. It could be universal. It's fine. Uh, okay. So that's that's a no to that because there's a there's a lantern on the front of the train. So just I know bats are sensitive to light. Okay. So is there a way Voss could grab that lantern and start? attempting to use that against the bat ghosts? Can Charlie yell Voss, use your phones? Yeah, I didn't want to say it, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, use I mean, your the phones. phones! I have the three phones. I was like, if, if the lantern on the train, I was just thinking of the train because we were on it. But yes, three phones? Here's the what I'll phones. say. Make, make, Kate, make another jinkies check for me. Actually, you know, I'll let you make this one be a zoinks because you're kind of acting in the heat of the moment, so it's a little emotional. So go ahead. And... Sure. Phones or lantern. Phones yeah. or lantern. That's a... 
Oh, what is that number? That's a three. Okay, that's a success for you. So I will let you decide what your character does. Does she grab the lantern or does she grab the phone? Whatever whatever you want to do, you succeed, so you get to control what happens here. Uh, the phone, the phone's actually more in character. So like, I think the three phones actually is a little bit funnier and also more space because that lantern is teeny tiny and three iPhones is going to be like birth. Okay, so you succeeded. So yeah, your light fills the room and it makes the bats fly away. So the bats do not bother you. You continue to go through the ride and I don't have a map of this ride directly. So I'm going to not just, I'm not going to describe each individual segment of the ride. What happens instead is you guys go on the ride and it's actually a very fun experience of riding a roller coaster. And it's exactly what Will wanted to have happen is that actually because the bats fled away and because the, the animals that are there can't really move fast enough to jump onto a roller coaster, they don't really seem to bother you. What happens though is when you get to the end of the ride, you see what appears to be a blue ghostly figure with a cane who is standing on the platform that you blast on past and you go right back around on the ride again and you are now stuck on a ride loop because he's keeping the ride running so you can't get off of it. Copy, oh, no. I thought you were gonna give us Uh-oh. a ghost dinosaur skeleton and I got really excited. Yeah, I'm I thought so that sorry. was good too. <laughs> I th- well, I thought you were I'm sorry to have disappointed <laughs> no, you no, with no. my game. No, 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 no. Now no. you're gonna die, no. Um, uh, somebody stop, shouldn't the ride? I've stopped in the right, uh, what? Are you kidding me? We get to ride right? this thing twice. This is awesome. Yeah, uh, but n- no, Will, because r- remember the, the dude from earlier, Outside Pirates? Yeah, I, I remember. It didn't bother you a little bit? Yeah, but we get to ride it again. Since Brennan is at the back, he is going to try to engage the emergency brakes that the car Ooh. would almost certainly have. At the back? Yep. Genius. Get it, Brendan. Okay. Brendan, go ahead and make a jinkies check for me because you're doing something technical. So I'm going to give you an expert dice on this as well because you're a tech expert. A two and a three, two passes. Okay. Uh, Dan, describe to me how Brendan does this because you have success, so you get to control us. Uh, okay, yeah. So he uh, manages to like sneak under the lap bar and uh, kind of do that thing like when you hang upside down from the monkey bars where you like kind of like interlock your legs and stuff like that. So he interlocks his legs with a safety bar so he can hang out the back and he finds, you know, the control for the emergency brakes. And while dangling from like the back of it, you know, pulls the wires or whatever that will activate the fail safe. And uh, yeah, and then quickly pulls himself up to avoid all the sparks shooting out from the back. <laughs> Charlie. Can I assist? I was going to (laughs) say. Charlie, I want you to make a zoinks check for me because of the emotional reaction to seeing this guy suddenly jump up and climb off of the back of the train. So make make a zoinks. And I'll give you two because you're a cat and you're very emotionally attuned. Oh, I got a two and a three. So I got my number. Okay. So can I... From uh, well, first of all, you get to ask me. So basically, what happens? Like you guys can ask me a direct question, so you can do that first. And one thing so far, y'all have asked me questions, and then you've moved on. But one thing I want to make it clear is like when you ask me a question, if you if it makes you want to re-roll and do something different, you're allowed to do that as well. So, oh, copy that. So far, everything you've asked has been like on point with what you're doing, so it hasn't really mattered. But that's a thing that is available. So, Michael, do you want to ask a question first? Yeah, I'm trying to figure out what question I want to ask. Is the trouble? Um, how do we beat the game? <laughs> yeah, uh, how uh, how do I win? 
Um, you no, uh, stop the rifts and figure out the mystery of who the, the man with the key is. Got it, got it. Okay, so that was my hypothetical question. My real one is... Uh, Nailed it. Um, no, um, if we were to presuppose that I was in the little hanging area with Brendan, because we are clearly pals at this point, can I reach from there with my, my great big cat paws and hold him in place sort of cartoonishly with my claws? Um, like, kind of secure him. I don't think your claws are strong enough for that because you are physically as powerful as a cat. However, I think you try to do that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you answer the question. Here's what I'll say you get because of the DM reveal. And do you have two successes or just one success? Just one success. Okay. Uh, so you're, I'll say that your failure is that you were not able to grasp him. Okay. But your success, when Brendan does this... He seems to stretch longer than a person of of any humans that you have seen before. I don't think Brendan's even aware of this because he's in the middle of focusing on a task, but it's almost like his legs are attached and his legs go longer than they should. And he's able to reach over the side to pull this brake, almost like instinctively he's doing this. And that is when you realize that you've never felt Brendan's dreams and that Brendan does not have human beings' dreams. Oh. <sighs> so many layers. Can Brendan and I have, like, a moment where I can ask him a private question? The train does come to a stop. You are now on the ride. Because I think, I think by the time it took Brendan to climb over and get to the break, you'd already gotten back because the ride was moving so fast at that point. And I, I would say that just for the sake of storytelling, even though this doesn't make a lot of sense why you'd already be in this room, you are now in the room of the ride where all the dynamite is. Like like the, the blasting zone is happening. And you're stopped there. Brendan? Yes? Are, are you a space champ? I, I'm not a movie with Michael Jordan. Are, are you? I know it's a recent acquisition, but are you Mr. Fantastic? No. <laughs> What's? You, why so? Why so stretch? <laughs> <laughs> Let, let's just say I'm not from around here. Ah, uh, Fullerton. <laughs> I don't know what you guys are talking about back there, but we got a problem. Okay, we'll do. We'll do this later. What, uh, what, uh, what, um, uh, what? Look, Charlie! I've got cat eyes. Just talk to me. Jeez. We're in the dynamite room! W- oh, no. It's not real, though, right? It is! Sorry, I forgot. You, I'm closer to you. Will, <laughs> Will, as a reminder, you did throw a stick of dynamite and blow up a goat with that dynamite you earlier did. in this exact Will? situation. We did do some goat busting. We have to remember I this. thought um, I was, because I was having fun, the ride was a ride again. Will, that's not how this works. The, yes, the dynamite is real. Okay, Brendan! Yeah? What are we doing about this? I think we have to make a cat rifice now. No, 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 no. Brendan. No, not you. I mean, the energy, you know, like we did. Like- no, I'm mad about the pun. I'm not mad about anything <laughs> involving the plan. I Come on. Ah, uh, oh, jeez. Marty! Uh, uh, you're, anyway, and I, um... Charlie's going to go to Uncle Sir Marty or Uncle Sir Trenton and Uncle Marty. And um, what do we what do we do? Uh, uh, how how can we help? Let's let's have all four of you do a zoinks check for me. And this will see as a party how much fun you had the ride before this all happened. Four. 
Okay, so that's a success I for you, I rolled a right? three. Okay, that's your exact number. I hit my exact number, but it is a failure, though. Right? No, it's a DM quest. That's the, that's the DM. If you hit your exact number, that's the double. Oh, yeah, you're right. Okay. So my question is, seeing as riding this thing was my idea, and I cited previous experience uh, with a similar ride in the UK, can I re-roll with two dice uh, for expertise? Yes, I will say. In fact, I'll let you roll three dice because of expertise, Ooh. because you're prepared to enjoy a ride on a roller coaster, and because it was your idea. So yeah. I'll let you roll three dice. All right. I rolled Get a it. four, a three, and a six. Why? <laughs> Brutal. Yeah. Uh, so, but I want to roll. This is just. Is this? This is Zoinks, right? Yeah. You want yeah. High. This was Zoinks. You want. High. So that's that's, oh, that's great. Three oh. successes. If I take the yeah. three as can the three be a success? That's a critical success. Yeah. So that is. A critical success with this system, that means that you, again, you get to describe what happened. So go ahead, describe to me what it looks like with the joy that you're having. Describe your exact emotional response to riding the roller coaster up until this point. Uh, I'm still smiling. Will is still smiling with joy at having gotten to go on the roller coaster. And there is a faint glow around the entire minecart. All three people, all of the cats, and the, the dynamite, we're watching the fuse on the dynamite run down. And... That joy that I'm feeling is still there because I got to ride on a roller coaster, but now there's a, a little bit of panic of we might be about to get blown up. And then the light from the end of the fuse starts to shine bright, and it's like energy from, uh, we'll say from Sir Trenton, is being siphoned off into the dynamite. And as it's being siphoned off, the, the dynamite stops being real and goes back to being that combination of um, like molded plastic and projected light effects. And we can still hear the fuse, but after a few seconds of this, this energy transfer, this, this siphoning off, it becomes apparent that we're not hearing real fuses anymore. We're hearing sound from a speaker. Like there's a gentle gradient, like a fade from the real fuse to the sound of fuses coming from a speaker. But then there is the explosion, the the projection of the explosion against the wall as we're supposed to be going down, surrounded by all the lights. But we're still staying put because the handbrake is on. And at this point, it's very clear that the dynamite is 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 not real anymore. Yeah, and I will add, this is the GM telling you have some extra effect because you had three successes. And I'll say on top of that, because you had a on your exact number two on those, right? So because you rolled a three in that batch. So the dynamite does explode, but it's an energy explosion that doesn't doesn't physically hit any of you. But as it bursts through, you actually see that both Trenton and Marty are are turned into regular cats. Charlie, you start to feel yourself turning, but because you're feeding off these people's energy specifically, and you have been for a while now, you are able to maintain your sense of cat of self or your your somnivore a little bit, but like you feel yourself getting really close to suddenly being a regular cat instead. So you know that one more burst like this will definitely do it for you. But you also get the sense that this massive explosion of psychic somnivore energy has ricocheted throughout the park, closing off all these wounds in space and time that have been festering and growing over the course of decades of somnivore activity in the park, healing away, closing rift after rift after rift, except for one. 